another episode of the Sideline Junkies. Myself, I'm BJ. I got KG with me tonight. What's going on, KG? What's happening there, brother? Hey, nothing much, man. Um, long time no see, long time no hear from. I apologize. But uh, we're going to give y'all a good episode tonight. Full force NFL. We're going to be talking Redskins. And we're going to be talking Buffalo Bills tonight. Both of our teams, both of our squads. Um, where should we start, KG? Well, I mean, we both got big news coming out of Redskin Nation and the Bills Mafia. So, I mean, both dealing with injuries. But let's talk. Let's let's talk with Buffalo first, man. Um, I was I was going to say that, man, because I, I I haven't been on in a minute, and I'm anxious to run my mouth tonight. So, I think I, I'm I'm good with that. Let's start with Buffalo. Um, AJ McCarron last preseason game. Uh, they thought he suffered a, a fractured collarbone, which turns out not to be the case, which is good news. You never want to see anybody hurt. I just want to get that out. Uh, so Josh Allen had to come and probably play a little bit more snaps than what he was slated to. And in that spurt, I liked what I saw. Okay. Uh, what was he, the, the ninth pick, KG? Was it the ninth? Hold on, let me make sure I got it right. Wait, were you looking at that? I'm going to keep running. He's the seventh pick. Seventh pick. Okay, he was the seventh pick. Um, I liked what I saw last night. Now, NFL draft, I, I believe that anything in the first round, I need you to start for me right away. Now, and, 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 and as time has gone on, I, I think the second round, too, you might have a uh, – you might not be as polished. You might look need a little bit, you know, a little bit of a – Elbow grease, but I think he can still play it and contribute. Now, with that being said, being a lifelong Buffalo Bills fan, I've seen some bad QB play in my time. And indecision, um, hesitation, whatever you want to call it. Last year, the last couple of years with Tyrod Taylor, uh, just the decision-making wasn't there. And I thought that the offense wasn't geared to Tyrod's strengths. And I'm saying that outside looking in because maybe they did tell him to run and he didn't because the wild card playoff game I watched last season, earlier this year, Tyrod got out Tyrod by Blake Bortles. Blake Bortles had a huge run in that game, that wild card game that basically, basically sealed the game because get to a point where you're watching football when it's a struggle like that offensively. That was probably the one of the worst offensive playoff games of modern time. Now, and when it's like that, you know the next big play is probably going to seal the game. And when Blake Bortles had that run, I don't know how long the run was. I know it was over 30. When he had that run. It might have been long. It was a long run because we was watching it at Dave & Buster's. Remember that, KG? Yes, sir. But you know what? What made it seem like a long run? Because he ran so slow. <laughs> I, won't, I won't argue with that one. Um, but when your defense is on the field like that consistently, three and out offense, defense is going to wear down. It's going to get tired. You're going to have big gapping, gaping holes open. And, 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 and hold that thought right there because I'm going to move to that also. But I like what I saw out of Josh Allen. Chris throws the arm arm power isn't in question at all 
but the decision making was there. It wasn't no hesitation. When he when when he felt trouble, he he got he's mobile enough to move. He was gone. And a couple of throws that he made, they were crisp, on point. And, and it wasn't no hesitation throwing them. So I think that he's supposed to start the next game against the Bengals. So he's going to get the first team reps against the Bengals first team. I want to see if the pressure is going to make a diamond. Because with the seventh pick, I'm I'm kind of – I want to see the quarterback go as like they, like they did Peyton Manning start year one we got to take these lumps we need you to learn because we know the future is right the future is riding on josh allen and buffalo not aj mccurran and um i just i I think i think i I think the future's bright i I liked what i saw now moving on to where i said hold on hold that thought carlos hyde carved up that buffalo defense okay Kyle Williams, I don't know how long he's going to be out, but he tweaked his knee. And he's not no spring chicken no more, ladies and gentlemen. So, you know, it's no rush to get Kyle Williams back for no preseason. You need him to be 100% healthy. But with that being said, Harrison Phillips, your rookie, is coming in. You still got Adolphus Washington. You need to see what these guys can do because I believe Kyle Williams is 36, 35. His time is almost up. And he's been a rock for the Buffalo defense over his career. If you look up Buffalo Bills in the dictionary, it's a picture of Kyle Williams. He's the definition of that blue-collar, hard-working work athlete. That's Kyle Williams. And um, he Kyle showed Williams it, is 35, brother. 35. He showed it last year when the, they were watching that Bengals play. Couldn't hold his emotions in. He's been waiting for that his whole career. He could have been with someone where else. And, and – and, he did. He stayed with Buffalo and a lifelong fan like me where Buffalo, you know, is not getting a whole bunch of free agents, you know, a whole bunch of big names. It's appreciated. I just, you know, throw that out there. Um, a fifth round draft pick in 2006. Fifth, fifth round draft pick. It, it's talent out here. We we talk about that all the time, KG. If Him and John McCargo. <laughs> That's a name from the past for you. Oh, my goodness, man. If you if you if you're a scout and you know what to look for, it's talent out there. Just because you see them on TV doesn't mean it's not someone better than them that hasn't been discovered. The talent is out there. It's just finding it. And then when you have somebody with raw talent, just like I was saying with Tyrod, you have to build this person up. You have to tailored to their strengths until you can teach them the other parts of the game they might be lacking. Just like you walk into a high school of freshman year, you 6'10". You're playing basketball. I don't care if you've never picked up a basketball day in your life. You're playing basketball. Am I right, KG? That is true. You're playing basketball, baby. It's just having a complete team from top to bottom. Scouting, coaching, ownership. It's very few teams in the league that have that. Very few teams. KG, I want to move to the Redskins. Before you move on, hold on. I, I got something I want to no, say no, no. about Buffalo. No, I, I'm going to let you. I, I, that wasn't it. You know, Hold on. Let me finish. I want to come back after after you say your piece about Buffalo, after we talk about the Skins for a little bit. I want to come back to 
why preseason is important. And I need just off the top of our heads, we could throw out some ideas to maybe I don't know how you limit injuries. I- injuries happen anytime, but maybe make preseason better for the NFL. How about that? Okay. All right, tell me what you think about Buffalo, bro. Just looking over the roster, um, you asked me a question early in the day about A.J. McCarron going down. Does it hurt or help uh, Josh Allen? It really helps him because he's going to get the reps because you don't want to pull a Ferrari out. And this is this is the situation you have. You got a rookie quarterback. That's your Ferrari, first-round pick. And this team is like the engine. He's got the key. He's got to make the engine go by being, you know, he, he – Maybe my analogy is wrong. Let me, let me go. Josh Allen, the team is the Ferrari. Josh Allen's the driver. He has the keys now. And all he has to do is go in there, don't strip the keys, don't burn out the clutch, take it easy. Back out the driveway slow, which is preseason, pick up speed, and once you get going, blow everything out the water. Because you don't want to put the keys in the hands of uh, – What's my man name? Uh, Nathan Peterman. How in the world does that man still have a job? It's what uh, I want to know. Well, it looks like he's. He, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna bash him because it looks like he's gotten a little better. And KG, your your mic is going in and out. I don't know if you can hear it, but you're going in and out a little bit with the mic. I don't know if it's not plugged in all the way or what it is, but. Um, Nathan Peterman, I think that's somebody also that was a work in progress in this preseason. He hasn't been too bad. I mean, he's, you know, he isn't Josh Allen. I'll tell you that, you know, he is what he is and he's a work in progress. I don't think he's somebody that can step in and automatically just, you know, command a starting job in the NFL. I think that's a work in progress, you know, a, a project as you would call him. Um, into your analogy. I like your analogy. If anybody's out, out there, you started driving and all you know in all your life. KG, you still there with me? KG? I'm here. Can you hear me? You there, KG? Okay, okay. Yeah, I can hear you now. I thought I lost you for a second. Hey, hey y'all, if we lose KG, we can't go on. I'm just letting y'all know now. I need that support. But what I was saying is, if you're, if you ever, when you first start driving, usually you're driving a front, uh, front wheel drive car. When you get in your first V8 rear wheel drive car, the difference is night and day. And you learn a hard lesson when you go around a corner in a rear wheel drive car and it's slick outside. It's the same lesson Josh Allen has to learn. Got to learn when when to when to push the pedal, when to ease it, when how to you know how to turn, how to make you moves, maneuvers. It's the same thing. But he got he got a lot of talent out there with him on the offense. Y'all just got Corey Coleman from uh the Browns, and if anybody's been yeah, anybody been keeping up with uh (laughs) Hard Knocks on HBO, 
that right there was one that the second episode was a it was funny to me because he didn't want to be demoted, but then they traded him. They they let he asked for a trade and he got it. So he wound up in Buffalo. But you you got a lot of talent at receiver. A lot. And see, it's see, here's I've said this on previous episodes. Any NFL team, and we'll take Buffalo for the last couple of years because that's who we're talking about. It to me, it's no way you can evaluate your talent mm-hmm. at receiver if you don't have consistency at quarterback. Okay. When you have someone like Aaron Rodgers, Brady. Philip Rivers, when you have elite passers that make receivers better, that's that's a whole different level. But when you don't have consistency at quarterback, when you have someone that can't make reads, as you saw in the wild card playoff game last year with Tyrod, can't make simple reads, missing wide open people, how can you evaluate what your receiving core can do? Still got Jake Zay Jones out there. I mean, you have Austin Pro. On paper, on paper, you have talent. You have talent out there, so you still got. I I, I was getting ready to say just that. I had him in fantasy last year. He came through big time. Yeah, he was. He was Tyrod's crutch, absolutely. And it's nothing wrong with that, but. When the other team knows that's your crutch and you knows you're not going to go to anybody else, that's when you go get eight, nine in the box. They, the other team is just going to be plain disrespectful. Like, okay, we know you're not going to throw it. We know you're not going to throw it. We gave you to throw it. You don't see that too much with Aaron Rodgers and Brady. They, you, dare, you dare Aaron Rodgers. And they make the receivers, Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady, Tom Brady for sure makes the receivers around him a lot better. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and we're going to go, we're going to circle, ladies and gentlemen, be patient. We're going to circle around to the preseason because I'm going to tell you what problems I have with preseason. And it goes back to a preseason game I went to last year with my own Buffalo Bills playing the Washington Redskins here in Landover. But KG, let's switch gears. Let's talk about AP to DC, baby. And their big move today, bro. Adrian Peterson, the freak of nature, one of the better running backs in the league for the last decade, came off an ACL injury, almost rushed for 2,000 yards. Um, went, played with the Saints last year, had a stint with the Saints. That didn't go well at all. Uh, went to the Cardinals, um, ended up sitting in free agency. He had the unfortunate injury of, of Darius Geis going out with the torn ACL. So he was done for the season. Um, and unfortunately, you know, you're still having injury problems with some of your running backs. Um, Samaje Piron, 30-yard run. Chris Thompson is supposed to be healthy. He's been uh, practicing. Chris Thompson? But I'm just hoping it, it, it continues to keep getting better because one thing, I don't want to rush Chris Thompson back. Because with this team – Chris Thompson was 75% of the offense last year. And when he went out, the offense sputtered. Hey, man, it's nothing like having a back that can do right. multiple things. 
just like a, the Le'Veon Bell, a, a back that can run, can can do a multiple multiple things. It can be a speed back, elusive back, and can maybe power it for you. And then you get that dynamic where there are excellent receivers out the backfield. You can line them up in the and slot. You know what? You can put That's the motion. thing with Chris Thompson. He, he's a wild card because he can't run in between the tackles so much. He's only 5'8", 195. So you don't think he, you know, he's going to run into a pile. He's not going to move the pile. But now if you run him off tackle, sweeps, and he gets to that edge, he's not one of those – you know, if it's a hole, I'm going to dance till I get to the hole and try to shake you. He's going to run, and he's going to explode through that hole, and he's going to outrun you. Ask the Rams. Ask the Saints before he got hurt. When you said, when you said his height, you know who, the, who automatically came to his height? True indeed. Automatically came to mind, Darren Sproles. It's the same type of back. Elusive, great receiver out the backfield. Can really, you know, contribute, and um, they need him back. They definitely need him back because Adrian Peterson does completely different. Adrian oh, Peterson is going to run you over, but now and he could do a sweep and hit it. And hit I, I said something earlier today talking to a few fellas at work, and everybody said, "Well, why are y'all happy? Y'all got an old Adrian Peterson. This is not Minnesota Adrian Peterson. You don't understand. He's not going to carry the ball 30, 40 times a game." He's in there for veteran leadership, number one. Number two, if he gets 15, 16, 17 touches, Robert Kelly gets 15, 16, 17 touches, Samaji P. Ryan gets about 10, but Chris Thompson catches the ball out of the backfield and does what he does. We got a lot of weapons in D.C., and – Just imagine, just imagine they come out of a split back formation with Peterson and a healthy Chris Thompson, two different backs. Now you got cover. Chris Thompson possibly getting the ball running. You, you, you know what, B? I lied Peterson to you not. That's exactly ball. what I said. I, and I, I was telling <laughs> a, a, a frequent uh, sideline junkie, punching bag, uh, Mr. Sly. I said, man, you come out of that shotgun with one on either side of Alex Smith. And you kind of give him a hint of the read option, but you don't know if he's going to hand it off to one of them. He's going to dump it off to one of them. And you playing up in the box like, okay, we got to stop these two. And then you still got, hopefully, I'm sure he'll make the team, but you have, uh, uh, what's my man? I can't even think of his name right now. Uh, uh, Jesus. Just had his name. Right, it, Cam Sims. That's the that's the guy Josh, I'm thinking of. Josh, Young guy, Cam Sims. You got him to come in. You got Paul Richardson. You got Maurice Hurst. You got uh Brian Quick, Trey Quinn if he makes the team. Jamison Crowder. We have receivers. They're not big name receivers, but these guys, some of them are burners, but some of them are just big for no reason. Then you still got Jordan Reed coming back. I think if you get a healthy Jordan Reed, I think Doxon has to have this. This has to be the breakout year. This has to be the year where we get less drops, more big plays. Okay, if you get 
them two with a uh, I mean face it yeah Adrian Peterson's 33 but a, a Adrian Agreed. Peterson at 80% is still probably a better back than half the league so if he and he has a chip on his shoulder he fizzed out with the Saints fizzed out with the Cardinals you know if this team can just stay healthy that is the key that's the key for the last couple of years, y'all, y'all have had problems in the backfield. Uh, I like Keith Marshall, P. Ron. No, no, he's and, and he I haven't been getting Ron, many carries Sam though. Okay, okay. Montez Carter was another one that I was looking at last game. That, they got him so, listed on the IR. Um, that's not good because. But this. But this is any team, any team. Health, how how you can get manager injuries, and get get through with, with minimizing your bruises. That's that's the the main key thing. And then the teams that have the injuries, see who's going to step up next. My my, my problem play big. is all that, about that's what it's about. That O line, of course, you know you got the silverback Trent Williams on the left, no doubt, one of the best tackles in the in the game. Morgan Moses is going to be the other bookend, the second highest paid tackle in the league. Now, Brandon Sheriff is making a name for himself as one of the better guards in the league. And, you know, they drafted him to play tackle opposite Trent Williams. They moved him inside. He didn't work out really well in tackle. They moved him inside the guard, and I don't see nobody taking his spot. But then it's the other two spots, the, the, the other guard and the center that I'm, I'm kind of worried about. Like, yeah, I like Chase Rouye. Um, Of course, I like Ty Seki on the line. Ty Seki could play all five positions, I believe. But it's like, who's going to play that other guard? Okay. Who's going to play the center? Because we don't have the players we had. I mean, granted – I remember a point in time when we had a right guard that was a daggone revolving door, i.e. Uh, Chris Chester. And everybody thought Tyler Columbus was a bad tackle. No, Tyler Columbus was blocking his man. He had to turn around and block Chris Chester's man, too. I'm just That's why Tyler Columbus was allowing with so many sacks, because he was trying to help. Uh, but the pass was bad. Oh my God! I, it's you Friday, and I don't who, even know. Who do y'all play next preseason game? Yeah, I know y'all play Friday. Um, you still got two preseason games to work out these bugs. So that's what that's one of the the pluses about preseason because you you need to evaluate your talent. This isn't basketball where you know you holding fifteen guys and you're gonna cut it down to the 13-man roster. You got 70, 80, 90 guys on the roster right. at one point in preseason, depending on how many people you, you carry. Now, I want to get into preseason. And I want to tell you my gripe. And this is an outsider looking in. I told you I'm a lifelong Buffalo fan. This team hasn't won anything since the early 90s couple playoff runs here and there. Music City Miracle, the wild card last year. First time in the playoffs for forever. 
you know what burnt my biscuits last year in the preseason? I went to a preseason game, FedEx Field, to watch the Skins play the Bills. I think all of the Buffalo saw that. Now, mind you, this is coming off, like always, a, a, a top five, top ten rushing unit. And an almost dead last passing unit yearly. I'm watching the guy. I'm watching Tyrod. I'm watching the receivers come out late first quarter, early second, and on the sideline like they won the Super Bowl last year. I have a problem with that. If your unit is consistently bad, I need y'all out there three quarters. Because there's no other talent I need to evaluate. Y'all are the starters. I need y'all out there. LaShawn McCoy, yeah, hey, play a series, have a seat. I know what you can do. You've proven it. You've proven yourself to be one of the top backs in the league. Offensive line, yeah, Richie Incognito last year, come on out. You know, especially the older ones. Kyle Williams on defense, play a couple series, come on out. Tyrod Taylor. You and these receivers, y'all need to work on something. Because obviously, what y'all doing isn't working. This is me last year. This is what I'm thinking, sitting in the seat in FedEx Field with my Buffalo jersey on, nice and cozy. I just don't understand. Now, I I understand you have to evaluate talent. And like I said, I'm an outsider looking in. The the highest level I got is semi-pro. So, you know. I'm I'm speaking to you from my point of view. I feel like if you haven't won it, if you're not Tom Brady, you're not Aaron Rodgers, you should be playing in the second, maybe third quarter. Because if I remember the game correctly, I think Kirk Cousins in the first unit stayed into the fourth quarter. Or the or the third. The end of the third. And you talking about Kirk Cousins, one of the better passers in the league. What does he have to work on? What does he have to work on? I would have been okay with him playing a quarter. All right, come out, let let Colt get some reps. Let the you know let some some of the receivers get some reps. No, they were burning up the uh, Buffalo third unit. Cousins was burning them up, getting that rhythm going. I believe that was either the third or the last preseason game. What meanwhile Buffalo on the sidelines first unit that came out in the first quarter, they couldn't have played no longer. First quarter, early second quarter, they out. And I guarantee, KJ, if you look up what Buffalo ranking was passing last year, it has to be at least 30. At least 30th. At least 30th. You have no right to be on the sideline where you get the 30th ranked passing offense in the league. And the sad thing is you have a dominant run game. So you it's no way you should be the 30th ranked. I know that this is a run first team. Tyrod, you know, when he chose to ran the ball, but I just have a problem with that. I just feel like you ain't won nothing. It's things to be worked on. It's reps to be made. They they had an article about I was one of the Browns receivers, I believe. I can't remember who it was. His punishment was machine, the, yeah. Uh, I forgot what's what's the machine called that spits out the balls. 50 jugs machine, 50, 50 balls from the jug machine. That was punishment. I think they said Antonio Brown does, uh, I forgot the number. It's either 100, 200. 
to practice. That's just the practice. This man was punished with 50. AB does, I have to find an article. I want to say it was 150, 200. It was something ridiculous. He just does that to practice, to get himself in a certain mindset. And that is why he is probably the best right now, the best receiver in the league, in my opinion. Because I know you what you say, oh, what about Odell? What about Jordy? That's what I'm going to say. Forget Odell. Forget A.B. What about Jordy? Let me get to that. When I say the best, I count health. Can you play all 16 games? What are your numbers? Catching it. Okay? Health plays in a big factor. Jordy 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 plays through a lot of injuries, but... Not... He did. But if you... Jordy's a, a, a really good receiver. But I'm not taking Jordy before I take Brown or Ordell because both of them. I give you that. Well, no, I think Odell, no, I but AB pretty got dag on fast. Dag on so. I think he is, but I think Odell might have him as far as quickness. I think if if you saw my route running, then I think it's it's between Jordy and AB as far as just pure. Route running, um, playmaking. I give it to AB. Why? Because I can't get Odell on there for sixteen games. I can get AB for sixteen games. I can't get Jordy on there for sixteen games. So right now, I'll get that edge to AB. I know all that. Ben, all Big Ben do is sometimes just toss the ball up to AB. KG, I know I'm running my mouth, man. If you had to take preseason, before you say something, I ask you a question too. But while I ask you this question, I want you to ponder this. If you had to, the NFL came to you and said, KG, I need you to give me some solid ideas that we can implement next preseason to make the NFL better. Well, the first thing I would do, to be honest, and this goes with the practices, certain teams – shouldn't practice with each other. Like, it's no way that the Jets should have came down from New York, New Jersey, wherever they practice at, wherever their training camp is, to come practice with the Redskins. I don't expect Philadelphia to come, but back in the day when when the Redskins used to have training camp in Carlisle, Pennsylvania, even when they were in Frostburg, we did live scrimmages that were televised against uh, the Pittsburgh Steelers. I would rather practice against the Pittsburgh Steelers, even if we don't play them that season. As long as we don't play them, I would rather practice against the Pittsburgh Steelers. Teams that are in close proximity should be practicing against each other like that. Now, I mean, New York is close proximity. Now, if you're talking about DC, I mean... It's three if you and I drive. Yeah, they hop on a plane a couple hours. I, I don't... Like, it's nothing that the the Jets can do. It's nothing on their team that's going to – what is it going to make me better? Then that whole thing with Terrell Pryor, I, I didn't want them here. To be honest, I prefer Terrell Pryor as a quarterback, and I didn't want him here as a receiver. Well, 
Well, you know, I, I just touching on that real quick. I think that was a the Redskins felt like he gave up on them. I really, I, I felt like that. I felt like he wasn't given a hundred percent last year with the Skins for whatever reason, and it was no excuse because Kirk Cousins will find you if you open. So I just think the effort wasn't there for whatever reason. For you know, maybe he felt like. Uh, he should have been the number one target more. I don't know. I don't know what it was. But I kind of felt like the effort wasn't there. And I, and the Redskins, when you're in that locker room, you can feel who giving you effort and who not giving effort. So that whole thing was definitely – it was – it, it was, it was a, I, I, I got a good chuckle out of it. Let's just say this. Now, the I had so, – yeah, yeah, it was. The, the question I wanted to ask you is, why doesn't the NFL have a development league? This is what I was thinking. Instead of the practice squad being 10, 11 players, why not make the practice squad 44 players? Each team has a, have a 44-player practice squad and do – you don't have to do full games. You don't have to do full quarters. You could do uh, light, light scrimmages. That way you have your 11 on the field – 11 on offense, 11 on defense, and everybody have a backup. You can evaluate your talent. Not worry about, you know, having to squeeze this guy into this preseason game. Or, I, you know, I'm trying to get you some Because it failed the last Why time, if you remember. the NFL have a development league? NFL Europe, which, was, which started out as the World what Football failed? League with the Orlando Thunder – the uh, San Antonio Rough Riders and those guys. The boss. I was a big Barcelona Dragons fan. The World Football League turned into NFL Europe, and a lot of players went over there, played, developed. Kurt Warner was one of them. John Kittner was over there because John Kittner was uh, the quarterback for the Barcelona Dragons. Um, a lot of coaches went over there and developed, but it failed. Nobody wanted to watch springtime football. Well, he, he, here's one thing. Here's one thing, and I just thought about that. Maybe every team can't have a team. practice. Maybe it, it, it'd be like the G League where it's 30 it, – it, yeah, 32 teams and you have, you know, 16 developmental teams, right? And, and everybody can pick off or whatever players, however they want to do it. Here's one thing you can't. But have the a thing about overseas. it, it that those are the teams that 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 prospered for years were the teams that were overseas. Oh, I'm sure they were because the overseas is buying to see NFL football, so they're going to pack the stadium. Over here, yeah, over here, no one cares about like you said spring football, but for the NFL scene to develop players develop players in your own backyard and on top of that you could be developing referees coaches the whole nine yards i just don't understand like they have the it's money. a multi-billion dollar corporation it's not about the money they have the money 10 teams make it 10 make it 10 teams 10 teams 40 50 players which brings me to another point it's time for the roster to be uh, upped from 53 to maybe 60, 63. 
It's time for that. Well, when you got a injury and you got to run around and you got to uh, 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 look at this practice squad player from this team and that team and you got to pull guys in off the street for workouts. And, like, it should be, in my opinion, if you play in the NFL, it should be no reason. If you've got any time as a player, it should be no reason if you're healthy, you're able, that you're sitting at home and they have to pull you in off the street if you're looking for work. So I agree with you wholeheartedly. Yeah, and 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 that's exactly why I say you keep these guys going. Like it's no way in the world, and I think this is why a lot of injuries happen. It's no way in the world that you can simulate real time game speed. You can't do it. Not in scrimmage. Not bringing in the Jets to play the Redskins. You can't do it. It's the a real game is a different animal. A real game is a different, and I think that's why you see a lot of people tweaking knees, ankles, you know, because it's playing, you're playing faster. If you got guys already doing this, already conditioned, like you said, you shouldn't have to call somebody sitting on their couch. Now, if you take your craft seriously, you're you're working out. You're keeping yourself in shape. That is still not going to prepare but you now, for real-time game BJ, speed. But now, to your point, BJ, I had a conversation Sunday while I was watching, I binge watched the first two episodes of uh, Hard Knocks and they were talking about guys coming in doing conditioning tests at the beginning of training camp. And I said, hold up, you know, training camp starts the middle of June. So, you know, nine times, depending on what team you play for, your last game was the beginning of January. At the latest, the end of January, your last game. You mean to tell me you got February, March, April, May, June. You had five months, and you still have to get back in the game shape. I understand everybody vacations, but look, I got to go to work. I got to make this money. They're paying me a boatload of money to use my talent. And speaking of which, (laughs) Jarvis Landry has this thing where – he catches a pass and he tells him, bless him. He said, God gave me this talent, so I'm going to bless him with this talent. So I, I, I love that about Hard Knocks. I love that about Jarvis Landry. So that's what we're doing right now. We bless him. That's what we're doing. We got talent. But how is it that it takes you several weeks to get in football shape? What have you been doing during the offseason? Have you not been talking to your nutrition coach? Because everybody has a nutrition coach now. Everybody has – chefs and all that have you not been eating right have you are you not taking this serious like i don't understand that's the problem that i have like you've been given a golden opportunity and you have to get back in the football shape well kg that's 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 kind of what what i was saying it's 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 no substitute for real-time NFL game speed. You can work out. Like I said, let's just say you waiting for that NFL call. You running 10 miles a day. You putting up 300. You squatting 700. You're in physical shape. But game, NFL, real-time game speed, you you won't be that 
until you get there and get your legs underneath you to do that. Now, granted, you know, they have a lot of commercial timeouts and whatnot, but real-time games, just like NBA, you you play ball every week. And if, if, if let's just say, the NBDL or the G, what they would call it, the G League now, the G League called you and said, hey, you know, we got a spot for you. Well, true indeed, but that's I'm I'm agreeing with you because that's what I'm saying. Like, how it's got to be some way, somehow, because that's why you're having injuries. Like that's when when you see Achilles blown out, and you know, just you taking a a a first step, nobody touches you, blew your Achilles. That's because your body's doing something that it's not used to right now. You know, you you you're at a standstill and you're trying to take off and go 100 miles an hour you're going to tear something you're going to blow something out because your body's not used to that knee-jerk reaction now if you were to do that say week seven week eight yeah your body's used to it because you've been doing it since since july so you're used to it but you can't come into july and think you're gonna well i did this last year i'm gonna do it now it doesn't work like that i definitely think they it's, it's time to, to look at how to make this game better and safer for everybody. Um, we just throwing ideas out there. You know, we just two people. But Uh-oh. BJ went through a dead spot there. All right, there you go. You really think it's time to what now? I, 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 it's time to address the preseason and, and try to figure out how to limit these injuries. I, you know, that I think that and, and maybe talk about increasing the roster size because it's just it's, it's some teams are getting crippled by some of these injuries, and it's just it's hard to see. True indeed. But now, let me ask you this: What do you think about? the training staff taking a more active approach and, you know, the doctors really looking over these players when they saying, Hey, you know, my shoulder's been stinging the last two weeks. I don't know what's going on. And I'm not saying it is happening, but you know, Hey, take this cortisone shot and get on out of here. You good. Cause, but a lot of players have, have said that, you know, they'll look over doctors will look over you, tell you you're fine. And then they'll wait until the off season and say, Oh yeah, you need a surgery. Yeah, man, that's, that's if that's what's happening, then that's 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 definitely uh, not a good look. That, absolutely not, because it's just like any other company. If you're an asset to one of these teams and you're a big playmaker, they're going to do what they can do to get you on the field and worry about you later. You know, and, and it shouldn't be like that. No. But, KG, we 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 uh we talked enough tonight. <laughs> man. We talked enough tonight, man. I'm glad to be back on. You know, after uh, absence, well, I'm glad to be back on here and That's talking some assignment. That's what that is. You said what is it? That's called special assignment. Oh yeah, special assignment. I'll take special assignment. I'll take I've been, that. I've been letting everybody know. Hey, BJ's on special assignment. Just like tonight is. KG and BJ, Delonte, Junie, Jim, special assignment. Hey man, and that's how. Hey, it'll be like that. We got a whole team. We we can come and bring over any combination of fellas. So, KG, let these good people know 
where they can find it? Well, for starters, you can hear us right here on Anchor FM. You can hear us on Radio Public, Breaker, CastBox, Stitcher, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, if I didn't say that already, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and the iTunes Podcast. You can catch us on Twitter, Sideline Junkies, um, Facebook, Sideline Junkies Podcast, email, Sideline Junkies 247 at gmail.com. Did I say those right, KG? Yes, sir. You showing up did. I'm trying to because I had, you know, that, that had the flu game where I was messing some stuff up. So I had to come try to redeem myself a little bit. And speaking of Twitter, we got a poll up that's pinned to the profile about a show, two shows ago. We talked about football's greatest of all time. And we got a couple of, we got three players up there, Walter Payton, Jim Brown, Lawrence Taylor. And then I got a spot open that says any another player. I would love to hear what everybody has to say. Go and vote. We got 10 votes so far, and right now Jim Brown's in the lead. So, hey, I would love to hear everybody's feedback. We would love to hear everybody's feedback. I'm geeked to hear what everybody has to say. I mean, I'm just, like, waiting with bated breath. Like, I I, I want to hear what everybody has to say. Just go click on it, who you vote for, and in a couple of days we'll post the results and – Hey, there'll be something else we can talk about. Absolutely. Absolutely. We hope y'all enjoyed uh, our podcast tonight. Um, Redskins Nation, Bills Mafia, definitely showing y'all some love. Show it back. Listen, retweet, uh, tell your friends about us. KG, always a pleasure, my bro. I'm glad to have you back, brother. Hey, man, we'll do it. uh, Well, we're going to go back on Friday. Hey, depends on what happened this week. We shoot the way things going. Uh, our boy Lamar Jackson looking pretty good in preseason. Joe Flacco better watch out. Oh yeah, you know what? We gotta, we gotta, we gotta show the Ravens some love. We gotta show the Ravens some love. We we will we will tap into. See, the only problem with, with, with showing uh, the Ravens some love on, on, on sideline junkies, brother. I might get my my my, my Redskins my, my my card that says. Hail to the Redskins, you know, my lifelong membership. I might have get it revoked because I got just such absolute love for the Ravens. I mean, I, I love them. I really do. Hey, man, well, we, we might have to come back on and talk some Ravens, man. I think I think it's a lot to talk about down there. So, but, hey, that's it for us tonight. We hope y'all enjoyed the show. Definitely, like I said, all those platforms, check us out. And we will see y'all next time. Good night, everybody. AP to DC.